Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Empire. What's up, everyone? Every week, I'm going to be giving you three keys of the game and a prediction for the Commanders game that week. So we're going to start today with Jacksonville, of course, since it's the season opener. Washington coach Ron Rivera told us today that he's even curious to see what he has. So he's like everybody else, not sure exactly what they're going to be right away. But again, every week, three keys of the game and a prediction. Plus, don't forget, on Sunday after the game, I'll be back with the John Common Report podcast on, on YouTube, on podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. I'll be back with Bram Weinstein, the voice of the commanders, as we rehash the game. But today, keys, prediction. So let's get to it. First key, protect Carson Wentz. The Jaguars invested heavily in their pass rush this offseason. They drafted Trayvon Walker, number one. They already have Josh Allen on the other side. They also signed Arden Key. They drafted Devin Lloyd as a linebacker, good speed. Um, Chad Muma, good speed, linebacker. So they invested heavily in the defense and that pass rush in particular. They have some good inside rusher. Smoot is one of them. So look for that. But that's why you have to protect him. Josh Allen, well, could he be a lot better with Trayvon Walker on the other side? Yeah, possibly. Walker is, an, is a raw rookie, but with a ton of talent. So why is it important to protect Wentz? Well, just look at the numbers. Last year, among quarterbacks under duress, Wentz ranked ranked 16th in total QBR, and that was at it was his ranking was 20 or his rating was 21.6 out of 100. It was not now again middle of the road there, but not his best work. What they what they know what the commanders know is that when he is pressured under duress, that's when the mechanics get a little bit off. That's when the base winds. That's when the ball sails a little bit. He can't step into his throws as well, and that's also when he's not getting his feet around, leading to some inconsistencies. Wentz has a lot of strengths. The narrative around him nationally that he's some sort of bad quarterback, I don't think is is all that accurate. I think he's a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL who has his strengths. He has his weaknesses. Under duress, that would be something he has to work on. And so like that's why they have to protect him. The other part, here's how you do that. First of all, run the, run the ball pretty well. Set him up on third downs, et cetera. Put him in situations where it's not always an obvious run or pass. That goes without saying, I think some of the things you can do. One of the things I love about this offense is you have a lot of speed. So it's not just vertical speed, it's horizontal. Use some of those quick throws. When they when they traded for Wentz, one of the first things I heard from coaches over here wasn't just about the deep ball and the deep, the, the long, you know, the deep vertical game, et cetera. It was about the quick game, his size and the ability to see over the line, quick decisions. Put him in position to get rid of the ball quick and move those chains. It's okay. They have guys who they can create space for after the catch, which can lead to bigger plays. They have a bunch of them. J.D. McKissick's one of them. Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. Antonio Gibson has that kind of speed too. So do that. 
That's one. The other part is play action. Now, play action's got to mirror the play, the run plays got to mirror the, the pass plays. But consider this. Last year, on, on when, when Wentz had 2.5 seconds or more, it's his geeky stat time, 2.5 seconds or more, he ranked seventh in the NFL in total QBR on play action throws. Put him in those positions. You want to cause that line to hesitate. Make Trayvon Walker a rookie play discipline. Test him with that. Get him in those situations where he's not sure if it's run or pass, et cetera. That's another way you can do it. So there you go. That's key number one. Number two, third downs. Do better, right? I think we all know that. Two years ago, they were actually sixth in the NFL in third downs. Last year, 31st, which is more what they have been over the last 10 years, much more. Number six, two years ago, was an outlier. And so they need to be better there. We all know that. Um, let's take you know, last year, 31st in the NFL. And the other, the other key stat in that was they were 32nd in the NFL on third downs in, in yards per pass attempt. I think it was almost eight yards. That's horrible. There's a lot of reasons for that. It wasn't just quote unquote soft coverage. It was communication. It was the inability to pressure the passer consistently. And then it was some coverage breakdowns. That's that all has to change. So how can they improve there? What can they do this week? Well, let's see them manufacture more pressure on third down. Last year, when Chase Young and Montez Sweat were out, they blitzed more. Do that to help Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat could be a very good pass rusher, but give that group. Don't rely on the four-man rush all the time on third down. That's one way. Then behind it, the coverage. I think, I think um, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback. Arm, athletic, speed, all that stuff. But make him think a little bit back there. Now, if so last year when they started to play well defensively, they were able to rotate their coverages or they disguise their coverages. That's something they need to do, continue to do. They got Brady on that last year. They caused him to hesitate on the, after the first read, and it allows the pass rush to get home a little bit more. The key there, as I talked to Bobby McCain this week, you've got to be in the right place at the right time. So you can disguise all you want, but if you're not getting to your spot in time, then you can't do it. But I also think it helps that this is a veteran group together. McCain, now, well, I say that, and Cam Curl's not going to play. So I think that could, we'll see how that impacts it. But with McCain, Kendall Fuller, William Jackson, those guys are very experienced, and they have a lot of time together. You add St. Juice to the list, because he'll be in there on nickel, and you add you know, either Derek Forrest or Percy Butler at safety, or even Jeremy Reeves, not quite as experienced. But that's the way you can do it. The key matchup to watch are two matchups to watch on third down. Christian Kirk versus Benjamin St. Jukes. Kirk is a very good slot receiver, overpaid by a, by a lot, but a very good slot receiver. He's going to be matched up against St. Jukes. Rivera told us that he felt Kirk was a little bit more like a Curtis Samuel type, the way he ran his routes, et cetera. Well, fortunately for St. Jukes, he's seen a variety of different slot receivers in, in practice, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel. That length and the quickness that they've talked about will be put to the test against Kirk. St. Just has to have a good game. The other thing, without Cam Curl, defending Evan Ingram, the tight end. That's another weapon for him. Now, he has, he has inconsistent hands. We've seen that over the years. But he is capable of big plays if you're not covering him, if you're not covering him well. Who's going to be responsible for that? Because, again, Curl did well against tight ends. So could you put Percy Butler on there at times? St. Juice has a size if you wanted to go with the bigger guy, depending on the look that they run. Um, you also have 
Derek Forrest could do it. When the, would you have one of the linebackers? Somebody's got to cover Travis Etienne out of the backfield. He could be a threat there too. So will Jamin cover him? Probably. Cole Holcomb then will be on the tight end. You've got to do a good job there. I think it's better to have a defensive back. He's got athleticism and speed. Again, that's where Curl will be missed. So that's the second key. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win! Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KIME to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code KIME, K-E-I-M, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Let's get to number three, and that is win along the line. It should be obvious every game, right? But I think in this one, it's even a little bit more so because the Jaguars have a line. They have some questions at right tackle. They have a rookie center. Test him. That means giving different looks up front. You have a second-year quarterback and a rookie center. Test them with the line calls and the protection calls. That, that's something they need to do. So you have John Allen and Deron Payne up there. Uh, Mathis, when he goes in there over the nose, that's an area where I think they're going to have to test. The rookie, the center, has, been, has done a nice job this summer. So I think that's something where you know maybe it won't maybe it won't work maybe he'll be a very good center but you got to test him and then I think the other part of that is running the so on the flip side Washington's front against that pass rush we know that's going to be a key we've already I've already talked about uh, protecting Wentz but the run game is also going to be a big key as well so you have you have a you know that was a, a weakness of the Jaguars last year is Mike DeRocco told us on my podcast on Friday, go back and listen to it, good Jack's preview. But one thing he said that they're not sure how they're going to do it, or he's not sure how they're going to be against the run. So test that as well. You have a couple new guys in that lineup. I think I think Wes Schweitzer will start at right guard. That's what it looked like all week that he was doing in practice. So I would be surprised if he isn't there. And then Andrew Norwell knew at left guard, um, you got to win up front. And then the other part of that is when this team with Antonio Gibson, I think can have a good game. Running the ball, if he does, I think it's going to be a really good game for them. Last year, during their four-game win streak, they averaged 137 yards per game on the ground. For the season, it was 121.7. It was no coincidence. They don't have to just be a running team, but I do think they want to control the ball. 
when I talked to people early in training camp, it was about being a physical football team. I think losing Brian Robinson hurts a little bit with that, but Antonio Gibson is capable of a strong game. So I think you're going to see, I think I would test that as well. The Jaguars, again, were, I think it was like 23rd against the run for yards allowed per game. Test that. So that is the third key. So it's prediction time. I think that Washington, it was Rivera said, there are questions that he even he has about how this team will look right away. Well, I have them too. I think we all do because you're never quite sure in that first game. There's a lot of parts that still need to come together for this offense. I think it's going to steadily progress and get better. Conversely, I think the Jaguars have a lot of new parts as well. They have multiple new receivers. They have a new offense. They have a new coach. I think that's an improvement for them. And they also have, there's some questions about their run game as well. Defensively, a lot of new parts there. I think it's about four, five, six new starters, new defense, new defensive coordinator, new scheme, all that. Is it going to come together right away for them? I don't think it will. I also think that Logan Thomas will play. Now, as we talk right now, if I had to bet, I would say, yes, I think he will. It all depends on how he feels Saturday at the facility after a heavier work week for him in practice. But they're optimistic about his chances. Not 100%, but I think it's, uh, excuse me, trending in the right direction as long as he feels pretty good on Saturday. I don't think Cole Turner will play. I think the smart thing to do would be to hold him out one more week, not because of the injury fear, but because they want him to get more practice time. A rookie losing that much time in camp is a tough deal. So my guess is you'll have Thomas Bates and Armani Rogers available at tight end. Having Thomas back will be very good for them as long as he maintains threat in the red zone, especially because of all that. I think Washington has enough playmakers to get the, to get this going in the right direction in the first game. I really like what Curtis Samuel can add to this offense. And I'm curious to see how these pieces fit. I think they're getting, I think the Jaguars will be a better team this year, but I think this, this game, I think the Commanders will be the better team. I like the Commanders in a close one, 20 to 17. Again, look for me after the game. I'll talk to you with Bram Weinstein, the voice of the Commanders. We'll be back rehashing the game on Sunday after, excuse me, Sunday evening. I'll talk to you then.